I would like to invite you to read the word of the Lord in the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verse 19 through 23. We are going to talk about the Jesus' resurrection brings blessing to his people. Gospel of John, chapter 20. 20 and verse 19 through 23. We are going to learn about freedom, peace, joy, and redemption. Gospel of John chapter 20, verse 19 through 23. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he, sa he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he, said, he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven in them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. Let us pray one more. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you in this moment, show us Christ through the preach of your word and help us. Help us to see Christ, Christ Jesus our Lord in the holy book and talk to us through the Bible. That's my prayer in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Brothers, when God created the heaven and the earth, he brought everything into existence by the power of his word. God, the Father Almighty, crafted men and formed women. The Bible tells us that God breathed life into man's nostril and became a living creature, a living soul. God commandments that they should not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Warming them that they would surely die on the day they ate it. However, Satan deceived Eve and she ate the forbidden fruit and then given to her husband. When Adam and Eve ate that fruit, they became aware of their nakedness and they tried to hide to hide from God 
Later, at that moment and that day, God called Adam, saying, Where are you? And Adam replied to the Lord God, Say, I was afraid, and I had hidden from you because I was naked. At that moment, God made a promise of redemption. He announced that someone would be born who would destroy the serpent. And this promise was fulfilled in Bethlehem when the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary and informed her that she would conceive a son and his name would be Jesus because he would save his people from their sins. God became man and lived among us to fulfill his promises of redemption. The apostle, apostle John in, in his letter, in the first John chapter 3 verse 8 says, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. Jesus' sacrifice on the cross pleased God. And his resurrection confirmed. Moreover, these, moreover, his resurrection, like I said, brought benefits to God's people. And the first benefit that we can see and learn from this passage is freedom. Brothers and sisters, it is essential to keep in mind that from the, from the perspective of the disciples, at that moment, Jesus was dead. The disciples were scared of the Jews and feared that they too, the disciples, would face a similar face as their leader. Brothers and sisters, when fear dominates us, we often become paralyzed. I remember the first time I, fly, I flew was a tragic moment. We, 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 we stay paralyzed, like, what is this? What is that? We don't have answers. Just the fear dominated us. And sometimes in the, in the disciples' moment, they, they, they tend to hidden or run away what they did. But remember, brothers and sisters, when Jesus was arrested in the garden, the disciples were gripped by a paralyzing fear that caused them to 
abandon their beloved teacher and flee for their lives. Their hearts were filled with fright and ancient. They, as, they, as they worried about the potential consequence they might face. According to the book of Genesis, fear is a consequence of sin and led Adam and Eve to hidden from God. The root cause of fear which holds many people in horrible fear is known as sin. Sin always creates an eternal gap between us and God and make us believe that we can hide from Him. In the midst of, in, in, in the middle of this fearful scenario, Jesus appears. They were afraid, but Jesus appears. Jesus came, Jesus comes to overcome everything that puts us far from God. Which is in this case sin. Jesus reveals himself to, to us through the Holy Scriptures. Today, brothers and sisters, he has the power to, to free us from sin and fear. By believing in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, we can come to know the truth. And the truth will set us free. Like the Bible says, if the Son set us free, indeed, we'll be truly free. The resurrection of Jesus Christ brings many blessings. And the first was freedom from sin, from fear. The second bless that we can see in the verse 20 is peace. Let us read the verse 20. says, Jesus said to them, the verse 19, sorry, Peace be with you. That, that wasn't the first time, brothers and sisters, that Jesus Christ had comfort his disciples. He also comforted the hearts of his disciples in John 14, remember? It often seems that the disciples forgot the words of Jesus, that Jesus had said several times that he must die, but on the third day he would rise again, or rise again. In this specific situation, God does not or did not prioritize bringing peace as the disciples may have assumed for that situation. 
among them and the Jews. Because Jesus knew that the biggest challenge faced by both the disciples and us is sin. Do, do to sin, fear takes hold of our hearts. Eternal condemnation looms over us. And we find ourselves in opposition of God. But the resurrection of Jesus Christ indicates us that God the Father has reconciled us with himself through Jesus Christ. I would like to read Ephesians chapter 2 verse 14 when the Bible says that 2.14 for himself for he himself is our peace who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility. And that states Jesus himself, himself is our peace who made us and who had gave, give, gave us the peace. Remember Romans chapter number 5. When Paul says that we, since we have been justified by faith. Now we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. If you believe, if you, we believe in Jesus Christ. There is peace between God and us. And that's what we need. That's what we really need in our, in our life. Peace with God. Because we are sinners. We need receive from God. Because God's the only person can forgive sins. And we have peace with God. We can join His freedom as well. Freedom. Peace. And the third benefit that we receive for his re resurrection is joy. The blessing of the resurrection brings joy and joy to the believer. Real joy. Let us read again book of John. The verse 20, the Bible says, When he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. They were, they were, the disciples were once filled with fear until they saw Jesus. When they saw Jesus present himself to them as the Lord. At that moment, they were filled with joy and hope arose. It is important that, it is important to note that they, they should have believed in the testament of the women that had 
privileged, heard about it. The Lord's resurrection. However, only when they saw the Lord, they were filled with joy. As believers, brothers and sisters, we are called to rejoice in the unique works and the wonders that God has done for us in Christ Jesus. Remember Psalm, Psalm 100, verse 1, 2, and 3, or Numbers 1, 2, and 3. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is good. His God is good as well. It is he who made us. And we are his. And we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. We can rejoice. Why? Because Jesus is alive. Remember the angel's words when he said for the women, why do you seek the, the living among the dead? He's not here, but has risen. Remember Remember what he told you, the angel said to the women. Indeed, people could say that like, okay, those disciples saw Jesus, that's why they rejoiced. But today, we cannot see Jesus with our physical eyes yet. Nonetheless, we are called to believe in Him. Today, brothers and sisters, we can see Jesus through the Bible. We can see Jesus through the biblical teachings. We can contemplate the gospel message and we can appreciate the beauty of Christ Jesus and his work by faith. Through the preaching of the world, we can see Jesus Christ and rejoice. Remember the Lord's Supper. Remember the sacrament. We can visualize, witness the gospel message through the supper elements, for example, the sacrament spiritually nourishes and strengthens our faith, reminding us that we will continue doing this until Jesus returns. Jesus himself proclaimed that one day all of us, all of God's children, will sit in the presence of his heavenly Father and God's elect angels. And together, brothers and sisters, we will eat and drink with Jesus in the heavenly city. Therefore, let us rejoice in the Lord, like Paul says, 
Rejoice. One, one more said, Rejoice in the Lord. And the last, the, 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 the benefit that the resurrection brings us is redemption. Verse number 23, the Bible says, If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. There are three interpretations that people think about that passage. First, one suggests that the disciples received the authority from the Lord to withhold the word strictly. And it is connected with the incident that happened in Acts chapter 5, where Ananias and Sapphira died. The second interpretation is related to the context of discipline that is based on the passage from Matthew chapter 16 and 18. It suggests that two people agreeing on earth about something that is also agreed upon in heaven. The third, the third interpretation, which is more plausible, is that when we stop preaching the gospel, we prevent people from knowing the Savior and being forgiven. When we do not preach the gospel, people do not receive forgiveness. However, when we preach the gospel and we proclaim the name of Jesus Christ, we release forgiveness and redemption. By proclaiming Christ, we are speaking of the one who forgives, regenerates, and redeems the soul of man and heart and body. And so we proclaim the name of the Lord Jesus, redemption, reaches out and forgives sins. Brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus, we have been blessed with the Holy Spirit. Remember Genesis, when God formed the man, what God did, God breathed. Is that right? Breath, because that breath and breath. Breathe. God breathed in his nostrils. And the man became living creature. Life. The God Father did that. And now the God Son, Jesus Christ, once more, breathed, give life for those who were dead and sin and trespass. He brought life through the, His Holy Spirit. We are His church. We are His people. He, he bought us. And we are on the covenant with Him. He gave to us His, his Holy Spirit dwells in us. And with this blessed, the presence, the Holy Spirit, we can bear witness to Him among our neighbors. We can share the gospel. We can proclaim. We can call people. Sometimes pe people say, but I, I, I don't know, preach. I'm not preach like that. We don't need to preach like that. We just need to call people to know Jesus. Let's go. Invite to the church. And let the pastor, the elders preach. If you don't have the outline sermon, just call. Let's go to the church today. I'm preaching today because 24 years ago, one brother, his name is David. I don't know, Brazilian like American names. 
But his name is David. Every single week, he was knocking my door. Come, let's go to the church. And always, not always, but 90% I said, no, brother. Thank you so much. I want to live my life. I said that because I was blind. I couldn't see. But every single week he was with a big smile invited to the church, preached the gospel, and many times I said, no, no, no. Just invite people. Let's go to the church. Come with me. I can stop by and we can go together. We can share the gospel, brothers. We can proclaim redemption. There's redemption. There's a redeemer. There's a song. Old song said, there is a redeemer, Christ, the son of God. We are called to share the wondrous work of Jesus' redemption and to speak openly about his sacrifice on the cross for his people. It's our duty to boundly declare that God has the power to forgive sins, brothers and sisters, and save all those who believe in Him. We must proclaim this message. We must proclaim this message with an aware conviction as God sent Jesus, His Son, to bring salvation to his people. Jesus said, now I have been calling you to go to proclaim Jesus' redemption to the world. Let us embrace our role as messengers of this divine message as spread the world, spread the gospel, spread the hope. This hope is Jesus and God's love to all those around us. All those around us, let us spread the message to many people as possible. Let us say all together, brothers and sisters, that God so loved the world, that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your grace, for what you have done for us. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for this precious and wonderful message. Oh Lord, help us to share the gospel. Talk about you, my Lord. Help us and give us courage, conviction to, to share, to say something about your redemption for our neighbors, families, uh, co-workers. God, please give us opportunity to this church to spread the gospel and bring your people, bring those who belong to you, Lord, to be with us in this church that together we, we might worship you as your covenantal people. That's my prayer in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Brothers and sisters, Let us sing the song 100A. In this moment, we will have our offering, general funds, and build fund. If you are our visitor, don't, be, don't feel obligated to give. And let us sing the song, Psalm 100, Shout the Lord, O Earth. Letter A. That's good.